sun comes up I'm driving when the sun goes down The hum of 18 wheels Lord, that's a lonely sound I spend all day Chasing that old white line I've been on the road so long I've lost track of time Now it don't matter where I'm going I just gotta drive I have the white line fever Till the day that I died I said 18 wheels rolling on The road it is my life 18 wheels rolling on The road it is my life Hey friends, this is Chapman Gary Rayburn of Lonesome Road Ministry, and I've got my partner with me. Hi, my name is Fred Mooney, and I'm excited and honored to be here in the cab with Gary Rayburn. And we are going to have church on the road for you today, folks. So sit back, listen, and enjoy our program. And if you'd like to get more copies, just give us a call at 618-383-2107 or log on to lonesomeroad.org. Two crumb stacks, my address is 408-414, a big blue Mac. Now it don't matter where I'm going, I just gotta drive. I have the white line fever to the day that I die. I said 18 wheels rolling on the road, it is my life. life and it's fred mooney's life hi i'm excited to be with you here we've got another great message from david gibbs oh i just love david gibbs and i know all of our listeners love david gibbs too and they also love roger barkley jr oh yeah and we've got some great music for you today by roger barkley jr off of his brand new cd pray it forward and we're going to share one with you right now and I just love this song. Uh, it's called, I Am a Poor Wayfaring Stranger. You ever heard that song, Fred? Yes, I have. I've heard that done by a lot of people, and I think Roger does as good a job as anybody. Yeah, everybody records that song. And you can hear all kinds of different versions of that. Joe Arview does a version that I just love. And uh, like you said, Roger Barkley Jr. does a version that is just as good as anybody. So... Check out this song right here, and you'll agree with us. It's Poor Wayfaring Stranger. I am a poor wayfaring stranger While traveling through 
this world of woe There's no sickness No toll, no danger In that bright world To which I go I know dark clouds Will gather round My way is rough and steep The golden fields lie before me Where God's redeem shall ever sleep I'm going there Roger Barkley Jr.'s Wayfaring Stranger. I just love that song, and I love the way Roger done it. And there's another song that I really like from Roger Barkley Jr., and this is a song called uh, Lonesome Valley, and it's got this little 
I don't know what he's it's got. It's actually called a Jew's harp. A Jew's harp. I just love the way that sounds on there. Yeah, it goes boing. Yeah, boing. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that sound that Roger's come up with, a Jew's harp. Yeah. Wow. It's a very dangerous instrument. You can knock your teeth out with it if you ain't careful. <laughs> really? Okay. Well, I've been with uh, Roger Barkley Jr. up in uh, up in Indiana and Michigan, and we've uh, been up there the last couple of years, and uh, we're going back this year. So I just love these guys, uh, Roger and his uh, redemption band, his family. They are some great people, and he's got all kinds of instruments harmonicas and oh yeah and all kinds of different things yeah. that he uses and he is very very talented multi-talented guy and what a wonderful guy he is i mean i just love him and i think you're gonna love this song with the what's that thing called it's called a jew's heart uh, all right here's uh roger barkley jr lonesome valley In a lonesome valley The mountain looks so tall And in a lonesome valley To my Savior I call And Jesus hears my cry He's there to wipe my Savior, I call. Jesus hears my cry. He 
Well, we're going to do this next song by Roger Bartley Jr. It's called Pray It Forward. You know, there's a there's a new phrase out now, become popular in the last few years. It's called pay it forward. Yeah. But I'd much rather have somebody pray it forward. Ain't that the truth? And this is a great song by Roger, and he wrote this song. And uh, I'll tell you, this message by David Gibbs talking about prayer. And boy, I'll tell you, prayer is the most important weapon we have. So let's listen to Roger Barkley Jr.'s Pray It Forward.
Fred, we better get into David Gibbs's message. He's got a great message here. And I tell you, this is one powerful little uh, message right here on prayer. I think it's awesome. Uh, it even talks about when the President of the United States called for a day of prayer. Yeah. So here's uh, Dr. David Gibbs. A number of years ago, a man wrote an article about us that was horrible. It wasn't bad, it was horrible. He never talked to us. What was in the article was untrue in the hyper-extreme. He confused us with some other groups. But he wrote about us, blasted us, and sent it everywhere. Suddenly, I'm getting all these calls. This isn't true, is it? I said, no, that's not true. Of course not. And I got mad. I got royally ticked off. How many of you ever gotten royally ticked off? And I decided to get even. How many of y'all ever decided to, I mean, I'm, you want to play word games? Well, here we go. And I said, I'm going to make this guy regret the day he was born. And I came up with a neat idea. I said, you want to play word games? Well, I'm going to do some word games. I am going to sue you every day for something different for 30 straight days. I am going to give you so much legal lice, you're never going to stop itching. Your lawyers are going to be your best friends. They'll be on your Christmas card list. I'm going to fix you good. And I felt great. Then I called all the lawyers in our ministry and I said, I want you all to get together. I'm back in town Monday morning. I said, we are going to meet at 1 o'clock, and here's my idea, and I want your, I said, anything you can think of to deck this guy, I said, I want you to put your imaginations into hyperdrive. And I'm telling you, I felt wonderful. I came back into town, walked into my office, ran into my secretary, Mrs. Block, she's now in heaven. And she said, oh, Brother Gibbs, I saw the article. I said, yeah. She said, that's all untrue. I said, yeah, I know. She said, well, I know what you're going to do. I said, yeah, I, I'm going to sue him 30 days in a row. And I got the lawyer. I said, we're going to make this guy, oh, we are going to make him. It's going to be good, Shirley. And she looked at me and she said, no. You're not going to do that. You're a Christian. She said, you're going to love him and bless him and do good to him, aren't you? And I said, yeah. Right after I get even. You see, that's the devil's trap. We want to do that after. Boy, like Abigail to David, Mrs. Block said, Brother Gibbs, it takes a lifetime to get a good name. It takes one day to trade it away. Don't do it. She said, promise me you're going to bless him and do good to him and love him. And I'm looking at Shirley and I'm thinking, Lord, I don't need a Christian secretary right now. I just don't. 
but Shirley had some Italian. She's from West Virginia, but she had Italian. And when she wanted you to say something, she'd go like this. And she'd say, say yes. And I'm like, leave. <laughs> she said, promise me you're going to do that. And I said, okay, Shirley, I promise. She said, well, I knew you'd want to tell him you love him, so I've called him, and he's on line five. And boy, I looked over and that little light's just going like this. And she said, Brother Gibbs, if you wait, you won't do it. She said, she punched the button, handed me the phone. And I said, hello. And the guy exploded. He swore at me. Supposed to be a Christian. Swore at me. Why do you mean, Mike, Mike? Why'd you call me? And he's screaming so loud. Surely, standing, she didn't hear it. She said, Tell him you love him. I'm like, You tell him I love him. I said, I called to tell you, I love you. He exploded. Oh, my goodness, did he swear. Vulgar. Why are you being like, that's not why you called. You called the cast. Cold the fire on my head. That's why you called. And you know what hit my mind? I said, you know, if I'd have thought of that, I'd have put it on the list. <laughs> she said, tell him you want to do him good. Absent God's power, you can't do it. I said, I called to tell you I want to do you good. I said, I don't care what it is, but if it's in my power, I want to do it. He said, you don't mean that. I said, let me tell you something, I'm worse than you. I said, you hurt me really bad. You smeared my name, but I intended to destroy you. I'm not as good a man as you are. But God put a Christian secretary in my path this morning. And I do want to do you good. Are you ready to be God's man? At home? On the job? With others? And with an enemy? In the early 1900s, an event happened that I close with. Alaska has very cold winters, if you've ever been up there. I mean, last time I was, uh, a year or two years ago, I guess, in Fairbanks, the dead of winter, it's 40 below. 
and they just accept these cold temperatures. Well, in 1927, they had the worst winter on record. Storm after storm came off the Bering Sea, and it buried them in record snowfalls where they normally have snowfalls in the mountains of 20, 30 feet. They had 100 feet. Temperatures plunged 60, 70 below. And all of that's just of interest except for what happened. There's Anchorage down near the bottom, and Nome is a thousand miles north. And to get from Anchorage to Nome, you've got to cross two mountain ranges, one of which is the tallest mountain range in North America. All of the weather had closed in. There was a train tracks that would go between Anchorage and and by train, it was a 10 to 12 day journey. But of course, snow has everything embedded. They have wires for the telegraph. And wonderfully, the wires, which normally break in the spring, had stayed encased and intact. So Nome could still communicate to the world by wireless, by wire. And a diphtheria outbreak a deadly virulent kind broke out in Nome. Now they have a vaccine that's reasonably effective, but Nome has run out and the disease has now reached plague proportions. Nome telegraphs the world we're dying. We're out of medicine and of the people who get the disease, in the kids, it's almost 100% fatal. And in the adults, it's 70 to 80% fatal. Pray for us. That got picked up by the wire services for the world. The President of the United States asked for a national day of prayer for Nome. He said, I don't know what we can do, but we need to pray. The Queen of England, unprecedented, stood up and asked the entire English Commonwealth around the world to pray for Nome, a city that's isolated and dying. Air is in its infancy. There's no way to fly up there because in these temperatures and these snowfalls, no airplane at that point can fly. There's no way to get there, but a man by the name of Charlie Olson, who's a dog sled driver, a musher, got on the wire and he started talking to other dog sled drivers. And he said, I know what I'm about to propose is utterly impossible. But he said, Nome is totally out of medicine and they're dying. And there's an almost unlimited supply in Anchorage, a thousand miles away. He said, now you don't have to tell me this is impossible because I'm the most experienced dog sled musher in the state and I know it's impossible. But he said, here's my thought. Could we load a dog sled full of the life-saving material? And could we try to go 20 mile legs? He said, I understand the temperatures are prohibited. 
And I understand we only have three hours of daylight each day. And I know we'll be running the mountains in the dark. He said, you don't have to scare me with the facts. I know the facts. But he said, people are praying. And when people pray, God does things. Everybody immediately came back and said, ridiculous. Can't be done. Never been done. But the mushers, who weren't known to be particularly spiritual people, took what he said, that's right, they're praying. And when people pray, God does stuff. Let's do it. When the President of the United States heard of their valor and what they were going to try to do, he called for a second day of prayer. He said, their chance of success is virtually zero, but let's pray. Queen of England broke silence again and asked the whole Commonwealth to pray for this effort. They loaded the dog sled with all the life-saving stuff and disaster struck. A storm came in. They didn't have satellites, couldn't tell when the stuff was coming. A storm came in, and it got worse than ever. And everybody said, it's, it's time to call it off. But the mushers said, no, it's always been impossible. Now it's just more impossible. And people are praying. The sled left out. Temperatures are dropping. And amazing. In three and a half days, running blind, they moved the material to within 67 and a half miles of Nome. Charlie Olson is running his leg, the man who conceived the whole thing. He's to hand it off to his dearest friend, Gunnar Kaysen. And when Charlie comes in, he said, Gunnar, what we've done is amazing, but it's over. He said, the temperatures are so cold, my dogs are frozen harness." He said, their blood's jelly. I froze three in harness. He said, I'm so cold, I can't close my hands. It's amazing what we've done, but it's over. Gunnar Kaysen said, no, Charlie, it's not over. They're still praying. He said, you can't go, Gunner. It's suicide. Out of all the legs you have the worst, you're going to be running along five 7,000-foot drop-offs. And the snow is so piercing you can't see. You'll be running blind. He said, we'll never find you. Don't go. Don't do it. He said, no. Help me load Charlie Olson said, Gunner, I beg you, you got one problem. He said, your lead dog is injured. 
And the lead dog in a dog team is everything. He said, you got a little black husky up there that's unproven whose name is Balto. That dog will kill you. Don't you do it. He said, I'm already afraid. But they're praying. Help me load. Charlie Olson said he helped them load his sled, but he begged them, please don't go. They embraced. And he said, Gunnar Kaysent got behind his sled. And he said he said the, the bravest words he's ever heard a man say. Belto! That's what the musher says to lead on. No sooner did those words come out of his mouth than he said the most painful, icy blast came roaring through. And the dogs instinctively to survive started to curl in the snow. And he said, Gunner Case, and said, Belto, don't you look at the storm. Hup. Hear me. Hup. Up, up. And he said, Belto stood up and looked back. And he said, Belto, up. And Balto started to pull. And because Balto pulled, the others pulled. He said he could only be seen as he went off, for he said maybe 20 feet. And then the snow obscured him. But he said his voice kept getting carried back by the wind. Hup! Hup! Hear me, hup! And he said, then it began to fade. And he thought, I'll never see him again. He went in and wrote in a journal. He said, Gunnar Kaysen's the bravest man I ever met. And Gunnar Kaysen really believes God does stuff if people pray. Gunnar Kaysen miraculously ran his leg. His dog slid overturned twice. He broke ribs on both sides, broke bones in one arm, but he didn't stop. He made it to the next to the last outpost. When he got there, he encountered something he wasn't ready for. There were no lights on. There were no dogs in harness. Somebody was asleep. And I got the life-saving stuff. He knew to get the dogs up and get them fed and ready to pull could take an hour or two. And he made a decision. No one had run two legs, let alone the hardest two. But he's got the stuff that's got to get there. 
Balto, hup. Now, wait a minute, Gunner, you did your part, buddy. Because somebody else is asleep at the switch. Come on, you did your part. Hup. Hup. Gunner Kaysen went 67 and a half miles all the way into Nome. When he came in, they said he was so froze he could hardly talk. His dogs could hardly move, their blood had gelled. When they came up to him, they said he could only mumble two things. Good dogs. Good dogs. And admit something when people pray. He was so froze he couldn't walk. What he did went around the world. What he did is so envied today in Alaska that in the honor of what these men did, they run a race called the Iditarod. We're under extremely controlled conditions. They do this impossible race from Anchorage to Nome. And one of the renowned Ironmen tried to do that race. And he said, an Ironman competition is a piece of cake compared to that. They took Gunnar Kaysen to New York. They wanted to give him the first Congressional Medal of Honor ever given to a civilian. He refused. He said, give it to my dogs. He said, I was just along for the ride. <laughs> the New York Times said, amazing, amazing. You go to New York today, Central Park, only one animal has a statue to himself. It's Balto. And you know what it says? When his master said, Hup, he went. All the interviews, New York Times, said, how'd you do it? He said, well, people were praying. And they said, was there anything else? He said, yeah, there was one other thing. And they said, what? He said, my grandchildren are in Nome. And I got the hope. I had to get there. Can you hear the Lord? Hup. Hup. Don't look at the storm. We got the hope. When we pray, God does what only God can do. When you come off this mountain, the devil's going to do everything he can to drown out God's help. God help us to be second mile. And by God's grace, by God's power. I hear you, Lord. I'm ready to go. Father, thank you.
Oh, my. Your word calls us so clearly. And God at home, on the job, with others, with enemies, we want to hear heaven's hup. Indeed, the hand of God moves when people pray. Help me live for others 
message by Dr. David Gibbs and a powerful song by Jim and Ann Davenport others. And they wrote that song from uh, Ray Sisk motto, others, yes, others, let this my motto be. Help me to live for others so that I might live for thee. What a motto. <laughs> yeah, that, what a motto. Yeah. Ray Sisk used to, that was his motto, and I adopted that motto, and Jim and Ann Davenport, they adopted that motto for their ministry, and that should be the motto of every ministry out there. You know, that was Jesus' motto, and get it go. for others. There you go. That's, that's what it's all about, and that's what David Gibbs is all about, and what a great message by him. And let's put on another song by Anne Webb Davenport. I was lost, but you knew where to find me. I was hungry, you were bread for my soul. So thirsty, you gave living water. You were my shelter when I had no place to go. And that's why sometimes I just want to pray. Sometimes just to speak your name Sometimes I just want to thank you Without asking you for one thing Yes, sometimes I lift my hands to you, Lord, and sometimes all I do is cry for everything that I have. I Sometimes 
close today's program, but we never like to close any program without asking our listeners this question here. Do you know Jesus Christ is your personal Savior? If you don't, take the time to pray the sinner's prayer with us. It's a simple little prayer. All you got to do is pray from your heart. Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. I want to be a Christian. That's the 13-word prayer that Ray Sisk prayed when he became a, a Christian up in Alaska. He was stationed in Alaska in the military, and he went to a little Baptist church and prayed a 13-word prayer. Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. I want to be a Christian. And after he prayed that prayer, God changed him and turned his life into a mighty warrior for him. And racist done a 
cassette tape ministry for years and years and years, and he has launched I don't know how many ministries across this country through his cry, others, yes, others. Let this my motto be. So pray that prayer, mean it with your heart, and then you can become that mighty warrior for Christ. And we want to hear from you, so give us a call, and we want to help you with what God is calling you to do. So call us at 618-383-2107 or log on to lonesomeroad.org. Last night I dreamed I went to heaven And there I was shown the book of life Well I fell down on my knees For I knew my sins were many Then written by my name Saw an awesome sight Paid in full He wrote paid in full He said all of this one sins Have been covered by my blood Paid in full Jesus canceled all my debts when he wrote paid in When my life here on earth is over and when I finally Walk on streets of gold Oh, I long to hear these words As I kneel before my Savior Welcome home, my child Your debt's been paid in full Paid in full said all of this one sees have been covered by my blood paid in full he wrote paid in full Jesus canceled all my debts when he wrote paid in full what can wash Away my sin Nothing but the blood of Jesus Paid in full He wrote paid in full Jesus canceled all my debts When he wrote Paid in full. Paid in full. 
He wrote paid in full Paid in full Paid in full He wrote paid in full Paid in full What can wash away my sin Nothing but the blood of Jesus Paid in full Paid in full And remember, Jesus loves you And we, we do, do too Without hope, 18 wheels of lonesome at the end of the road. In my hand was a track the preacher had read, his words still echoing in the back of my head. I felt so ashamed when I thought of my past. Hey drivers, we appreciate you letting us ride along with you in the cab and you can contact us at 618-383-2107 or you can log on to our website at lonesomeroad.org and check us out on the web you can listen to all of our radio programs on our website on our broadcast from the past page so check it out and if you ask jesus christ into your heart then give us a call and let us know been lost I left a lifetime of misery at the foot of the tree those 18 wheels are rolling down that old lonesome road and I shared the good news Wherever I go Yes, there's been a change I'm not the man I used to be And I tell everybody What's happened to me How I felt so ashamed When I thought of my past But I called his name This chance, could it be my last? Then I saw Jesus hanging on that tree And I lifted up my heart from down on my knees Today I met Jesus at the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome, so long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery the foot of the tree Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross 
broken hearted and lonesome So long I'd been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree